Hello and welcome to This Is Not It. We are here with Rob Kirkovich. Hi. Live via technology. iPhone technology things. Uh, Rob is in, you're in New Orleans, right? I am in New Orleans, Louisiana. Very exciting. Louisiana. Yeah, not New um, Orleans like Disneyland. Or whatever that part <laughs> of the park is. <laughs> live from New Orleans Square. Yeah. I mean it looks a lot alike. Does it does it do you just feel like you're waking up in Disneyland every day? There was definitely like the first time I think I walked through the French Quarter, I was like, I'm in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like yeah, complete totally. with the smells that probably existed <laughs> during pirate times. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean there's a lot of crossover uh for people who don't know you give us a quick little uh little summation of who rob kirkovich is uh i'm an actor and a writer and uh a feeler and a thinker uh and currently i'm living in the aforementioned uh port of new orleans yeah uh filming ncis new orleans which is a crime spinoff of NCIS, NCIS. Uh, and you are on what season of that now? We just started filming season five uh, in July. Yeah. Wow. We just finished our 100th episode. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and it hasn't, it's like gone by in a, bl- like the scariest thing about it is how quickly it's gone yeah. by. Um, so yeah, it. Uh, I'm an actor on that show. And uh, so I started as sort of the lab guy. And now I'm the lab guy who, who carries a gun. So yeah, you get to do some like cool, cool stunt stuff. And oh yeah, and now I'm like, like diving yeah. out of like doing like slow motion rolls away from a yes. explosion. And I was shooting yeah. a guy that was like hanging off a helicopter the other day. It was awesome. <laughs> it was a lot all of, those things, all those things that you studied in movement class in yeah, in exactly. School. All those things that I dreamt of doing, you know, when I was like eleven. <laughs> are actually happening (laughs) Um, that's incredible so yeah it's been it's been a blast it has uh yet to reach any sort of uh tiresomeness i guess that's great it's you know they're they're always throwing curveballs at us which is really fun and and keeps us on our toes and and uh they've been cool about sort of evolving my character so that's been fun and that's That's rad yeah i expect i expect it to be like i wasn't there like i think there's like a tom clancy book like jack ryan book and maybe they made a movie out of it. I don't know. I got I got lost. But there's one where they just got to the point where he everybody dies and Jack Ryan becomes the president. Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely. what I'm expecting to happen. So that's what you're hoping like for. Like season yeah. eight, season nine, like the current trajectory. <laughs> yeah. I will be president soon. Well, yeah. I was gonna ask if there was like maybe like a, a nuclear accident where you could develop superpowers or something. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll pitch that tomorrow. Yeah. That's Sweet. great. Yeah, that's next season is is the arc of like you discovering that you have abilities. I tried to pitch them like two years ago because I, I had some stoned thought one night where I was like, "Wait a minute, we're exact. All the characters are exactly like the typical members of a Dungeons and Dragons party." Like, okay, I was like Scott Bakula's the paladin, and I'm clearly like <laughs> the cleric. You know, I just started like breaking it down, and so I had this idea where I was like, "Oh my god, there should be an episode where my character gets like doped." And half the episode <laughs> is like a procedural that's happening in like Dungeons and Dragons. Era. Holy shit. 
you know, and so instead of like the lab, we're in like CCH Pounders, like clock tower or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, all we have to do is just go out in the forest. We don't have to build any sets, you know? Holy shit. That didn't go over well. That That did. They they didn't end up shooting that. No, that one didn't fly. Oh, man. CCH Pounders Clock Tower should be a series of fantasy novels that you write. I mean, just recreating scenes from Sword in the Stone with me and her as Merlin Whoa. and Arthur. Oh, my God. She's just commanding, like, mops to dance. It would be sweet. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm on board for that. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Before you tell us what your thing is, uh, when was the thing burning most brightly for you? And is the thing burning brightly for you still? Because I know the last time we talked, it was still kind of a, a brightly burning thing. It's a, uh, it's currently burning with a white hot fire. <laughs> it uh, is still burning. Which, okay. make, yeah, which makes my future that much more sad when, I, <laughs> when it all crumbles. <laughs> so tell us what the thing is. Okay, so I've gotten um, really into, and this could be a byproduct of moving to a, a, a town and, and not knowing anybody and basically becoming a shut-in. Uh, but I've uh, developed an obsession with a uh, miniatures starship combat game called X-Wing, which... Uh, okay, so it is it is Star Wars universe then. It's the Star Wars universe, that's right. Okay. Okay. Um, the the rapidly expanding Star Wars universe, right? Um, and uh, yeah, you basically uh, you buy these tiny little ships. You know, you can call them toys if you want, but I'd like to call them little. They're models, they're miniatures, collectibles. Yeah, yeah, and they're pre painted. They look awesome, and you put them on little pegs, and then okay. you put those pegs on little like stands, and then you play on like a three by three tabletop. And okay. you're like moving your ships and your opponent is moving his or her ships towards you. And you're sort of like you can do barrel rolls and like U-turns and all this stuff. And then you get each other in like firing arcs and then you roll dice to then okay. see if you can like shoot that sh- that that ship out of the sky or the space, whatever you want to call it, the vacuum. So it, it's kind of like Battleship meets... Dungeons and Dragons in a way. Sort of, yeah. It's kind of like everything. It's like, um, or like it's got some like chess kind of elements to it um, where you're you're both, because it's usually a one-on-one game and you you both have like, every ship has its own little like dial that has different maneuvers set on it. So in, every turn you set that dial secretly and put it down. And then when it's then it's t- like the turn where everybody moves their ships and everyone kind of moves in turn and you use these little templates to then you know reveal like I do a three straight and then you move your ship three units straight. And so it gets okay. like tactical combat, whatever. OK, but I'm just really in it for the rolling of the dice and the listening to Star Wars soundtracks while we play. OK, um, yeah. And the thing with this game is I think it came out in like 2015. Or no, I'm sorry. I think it was like 2012. Or okay. 2013, something like that. It's been around for a while. So, like, well, pre pre the new Star Wars movies, right? Uh, yeah. And they are genius about it. It's this company called Fantasy Flight, and they make lots of what people call plastic crack. Because basically, what they do is you buy like the core set, and it's just like an X-wing, you know, like Luke Skywalker's ship. Uh huh. I'm not saying this to you, Matt. Obviously, you know, I know you're off book. I'm just saying it to Luke. The, the podcasting audience in general. Luke Skywalker is a main character in several of the Star Wars films. 
uh, his ship. You get that, and then it comes with two TIE fighters, which are, of course, okay. the signature ship of the Empire, the villainous presence in the majority of the Star Wars <laughs> movies. And and it comes with those, and it comes with cards. So you have like different pilots, so you can that and the sh- that that will make the ships do different things. I was gonna say, so does that that's dynamic? Like the pilots do that affects how your yeah, ship yeah. performs. Yeah, yeah. You can you can okay. pick like a, and they all have like point costs. So you have a certain amount of points to spend to build your little like uh, squadron or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. But the thing about it is, you get this game, and you're like, okay, all right, this is fun. Like I got an X-wing, and I got these two Tie Fighters, and then like on the back of the box, there's like, by the way. Like these ships, because we have every fucking ship ever made, and then, <laughs> and then that's when the money starts to like fall out of your pocket. Uh, like what up to like what size ship are we talking about? Like, can you get like a imperial destroyer type situation? So no, that's it's funny that you bring that up because they um there's a different game called our, I think Armada, which is more about like Ooh. the big capital ships fighting each other. Oh, okay, okay. Um, these are more like um. Yeah, like the I don't know the 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 base sort of like the small base fighter like the you know yeah. like the X wing or whatever. It's only probably right. like you know an inch and a half, okay, two inches wide. You know, it's a small little. It looks like a mic, almost like a micro machine, just a little bigger. Yeah, yeah, totally. But you can get bigger ships. You can get like a Millennium Falcon that's like oh, you can the size okay. of like a saucer or you know. And how much would one pay for the plastic Millennium Falcon? I think that's thirty five or forty bucks. Okay, and then so it comes not, with a bunch of. And it's they, not terrible. And, and the paint job's really cool. I'm gonna, gotta sure, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to display these things because I would be divorced. But <laughs> uh, if I did, then and I was single, I'd put them on a shelf somewhere, buried deep, uh, <laughs> in an inner sanctum situation. Uh, Do you have like a case for them? Do you have like oh, a, a yeah. carrying? So case? that's part of the problem is that you start buying these things and they're fragile. Yeah. You know, my four-year-old yeah. kid was like, can I play? And you don't want to be oh, the no. dick who's like, don't play with my Star Wars toys. Don't touch daddy's toys. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll play with them, and you're just, I'm just, like, sweating bullets immediately because they are, like, they're, like, hollow. So, they, you know, if you, oh, like, squeeze yeah. too hard, you'll just, just crunch them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they come, and so you don't want to ruin them because, you know, they could, they could, the, it adds up cost-wise. So <laughs> sure. then you go online, and you start, you go on the forums, and you start trying to figure out, like, <laughs> you know, all right, well, uh, most people are using tackle boxes, so you buy, like, a tackle Ooh, box, but then you okay. realize that you keep buying more ships than there is space in the tackle box. Sure. So I eventually bought a tackle box that's, like, the Cadillac of tackle boxes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like four, it's like a house. It's like a dollhouse, but four tackle, like, smaller tackle boxes. Oh, yeah, boxes it, like, unfolds? Like, yeah, you, like, yeah. slide in. There's, like, four yeah. different smaller tackle boxes that emerge from within the the big tackle box. I'm loving like the intersection of these two subcultures where like somewhere is the guy that builds those things who's like what why are all these Star Wars people buying the what oh, yeah who, if you go into fishing? Amazon you go into Amazon to buy you know you're like all right well Plano is like the company that makes tackle boxes uh-huh. I believe they're you know one of the industry leaders in tackle boxes in tackle boxes and you go to Amazon and you look at it and then you scroll down. It's like customers also bought Boba Fett's fire spray <laughs> ship. And like, you realize that like they're probably making more money off nerds than they are. Like, oh, for fishermen. sure. That's incredible. Um, and, but the great irony of all of this is that like, I barely play the fucking game. Like, oh really? Oh yeah. I, I, I've got like a couple friends that I've made here through like the comic book shop and they're awesome. And we, and, and sure. they're great. Um, so we get to play that, but everyone's like, you know, either married or in relate, you know, everyone's like busy right. as hell. Yeah. So the, the amount of time I spend 
looking at cards and like rearranging tackle boxes and listening to podcasts about this game versus actually playing the game yeah it's like um it's borderline tragic like the difference (laughs) in time spent like and and the other thing that they just did this is what like this is why i'm still like why the white hot fire still burns is that they just released second edition of the ship of the of the game so they're like, all right, all right, because what happens is there's like a tournament scene and all this shit that I'm like, yeah, I know everything about. Like, mm-hmm. I know who won Worlds 2018 in Minnesota or whatever, but I've never gone to an actual event. Big event. And I'm yeah. terrified to ever go to any event anywhere because <laughs> I know I'm terrible at it. So it's like a weird, it's like almost like Gollum. You know, there's that line in one of the, I think it's Fellowship where, where Gandalf's like, he loves and hates himself at the same time. <laughs> That's how I feel about myself and this game. And it's funny because I got somebody like I got a buddy back in L.A. who's doing the same thing. It was like just a big Star Wars fan is just like purchasing these ships like nonstop. <laughs> but it's like I uh, we only play when we're like when I fly back to L.A. for a weekend or something like that. <laughs> I got to carry the tackle box on the carry on. <laughs> Could you play like. Could you play remotely with people? Like, could you like FaceTime someone and ha- and use like their ships and stuff with your ships? Um, I mean, there's like I think there's like a thing called Tabletop Simulator. There's a couple okay. like um computer programs you can get that will like let yeah. you go online. But you're playing like you're not actually you don't have it set up with like a camera on your right ships. You're right. like moving things you're on just... the and obviously part of the fun of it is like. You get to claim that you're playing a quote-unquote strategy game, but you're just playing Star Wars toys with another grown person. <laughs> well, it's right. It's funny to imagine too in in the day of like incredibly complex online multiplayer games with like you know hundreds of thirteen-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Like you are in this situation where you're like, no, we need to meet somewhere, and I have a small suitcase full of plastic <laughs> things. Exactly, and that's what's so funny about it too. Is like I was way more. For some reason, since moving to New Orleans, I don't know if it's like me getting older or like I said, like the sort of the social uh, scene for me has really scaled back. Uh, (laughs) You go from a city full of like half the people in that in L.A. I went to college with, you know, I mean, like everyone we everyone we met in college, like you go to USC, you meet all the film kids, you meet all the theater kids. Then all those kids move to the east side or wherever. And then you're all living around each other and you do that for a decade. And so. You think you got it made friendship wise and then you move somewhere to work and you have no idea how like, wait, how, how am I supposed to meet? I'm supposed to be friends with someone that I didn't already know for 15 years. Like, I don't right. understand how yeah, that yeah. works. And so I don't know if it was a combination of that or just like I said, like, I don't know, maturing or getting older or just getting my ass handed to me in video games. But I've become way more of like a tabletop board game player hmm. than than a video gamer now. Like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll play, like, the big sort of single-player, like, I'm playing Spider-Man now. It's awesome. I just played God Right, War. that's good. But it takes yeah. me three months to finish a game. Uh-huh. Um, and for some reason, I've just gotten more into, there's a different Star Wars game where it's more like a dungeon crawl, like a hero quest thing where you've got, like, a band of rebels and I was yeah. the Empire. And it's, like, Dungeons and Dragons light sort of. But there's, there's also a Star Wars role-playing game. I bought all that shit. You know what? <laughs> Haven't played it. <laughs> Haven't played it. Probably spent... Mm, I don't know, $150, $175 on different like, sure. source books. But I haven't played, like, I played it online with some friends, but I haven't actually, yeah. like, done the thing that I set out to do, which was to actually, like, 
DM a game, you know, but I've got, right, the, right, yeah. I've got the manual for it. <laughs> so, yeah, I wonder if that's a reaction. Cause I do feel like a lot of us are looking for increasingly looking for analog things. I wonder if it is a, a reaction to the increasingly ridiculous just, ephemeral digital world that we live in. Yeah, just getting destroyed on Fortnite or whatever. It could be. Yeah. And I like just want wanting, control, damn it. Just yeah, and wanting like something tactile and like and there's like a it sounds like there's a like a certain order and simplicity in that too. Yeah, like, and also yeah. the game they're they're just geniuses at this company because they're like, all right, let's combine everything. They're like, let's take Magic the Gathering, which is like, you know, you build these decks of cards and you kind of find the synergies within certain cards and all that stuff. But then you gotta hunt, if you want a card that you hear about, it's awesome. You got to hunt it down and buy it in this one particular mm-hmm. expansion. Let's combine that with like the dice rolling of like a gambling game. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then let's combine that with Star Wars toys. Sure. And it's just like, for me, it's become the perfect formula of like obsessiveness. <laughs> um, but like the, you know, the point of this podcast is like, I'm looking forward to the day where it's just like one day Elliot just like opens like a dusty dusty closet and sees like a tarp over something like draws it back and he just sees this like dust covered tackle box just just like blow on it like it's the fucking Ark of the Covenant um, so yeah that'll be great um, and then I'll have to find a way to pedal all that on eBay well yeah I guess that's right because there was the hope that, like when we were younger there was the hope that one day all of these things would be worth money because of collectability but yeah that has gone out the window as everyone collected everything oh and yeah now there's no such thing as like rare collectibles yeah I was able to because of this addiction uh it's it, it spurns you on in different ways and so I was uh, I finally decided I'm going to I'm going ta- to look at all my old Magic the Gathering cards that I had when I was like 15. Because I want to spend money on Star Wars miniatures, but I don't want to feel guilty about it or have to face my wife. And when she looks at like the credit card receipt. So I'm going to sell these Magic the Gathering cards. So I found yeah. some website that uh, called Miniature Market where you basically like they'll buy old Magic the Gathering cards. So I sent them a bunch of shit. And then uh-huh. ended up getting like store credit, which I then poured okay. directly into <laughs> buying more ships that I have not actually even used, uh, but we'll look at and talk about and listen sure. to things about. Um, do you ever do you ever just bring the tackle box to work and kind of just set it up in your trailer and see if anybody wants to play? I've brought it a couple times, and I honestly, it is like a sad like drug pusher thing. Like I am, I have my hooks in a couple potential uh, targets, you yeah. know, like yeah. Sort of pinpoint who the nerds are and then be like, well, you know what? You should try this game. And then, you know, one guy the other day was like, I heard about that. There's, you know, heard it costs a lot of money if you really want to get into it. I was like, not necessarily, especially if you know somebody like me who has everything. I can you start you over, off small. You just come over yeah. and we'll play with my stuff, man. Yeah. Just a taste. <laughs> um, or is there like a... You know how there's like the chess masters set up in, in Washington Square Park? Is there like a park... In New Orleans, somewhere where you could just kind of set the tackle box up. Not where you wouldn't be worried about it suddenly like pouring rain down on you <laughs> immediately and just watching your your fucking like your tie interceptor melt. Um, 
Oh man, that's a great image. It's just just you sad in the rain. Oh yeah, I've scoured. Bar. I've gone onto Facebook and searched like New Orleans. I found like a New Orleans Star Wars club, and it's like there's definitely place. There's like another. There's a there's a store nearby. Guy, there's an owner game store. Super nice, very welcoming, and I'm terrified. Like I'm so nervous to actually go. They're like every night, every Wednesday night, we do like whatever Star Wars games we play, and we're here. People are playing X Wing every week, so there's literally a place that I can go to. <laughs> and play and get some sort of like fulfillment out of this and i'm so yeah. nervous about like meeting strangers playing a game that i know i'll get destroyed in right um, right but it's like but but i keep telling like why it's like a weird like psyching myself like like i almost it's right near work so it's near the sound stages so it's like sometimes on wednesdays like i'm done around 6 six thirty. like i could totally go there and i find yeah. myself doing like i just, uh, I got to get home. I got a lot of work tomorrow. I got to go to sleep. You know, like I, I will find a way to not show up. Um, one time I brought the tackle box. I brought like this, the, the to-go tackle box, which is a different tackle box that I have <laughs> to carry my squadrons around to, where sure. I go nowhere. Uh, yeah. And I brought it to work. I had it. I had a whole like I had what's called like sometimes they call it a list. Like I had a list built like, you know, I have these three ships. I had the cards I wanted, the upgrades okay, I wanted sure. for those ships. Yeah. And I just sat there in my dressing room and I stared at it and then I went home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm imagining like the like the imagined worst case scenario of you. You open the door to this place and there's a DJ record scratch and all of these <laughs> yeah. like Star Wars masters turn and like, who's the new guy? Yeah. And it's it's hilarious, too, because my parents uh, moved to New Orleans after season uh, one. Okay. And so they're down here because I was like, you know, I'm an only child. I have a kid. Come be around your grandkid. And they're like, all yeah, right, yeah. fuck it. Uh, so they came down and they find a way wherever they go. It's very adorable because they're obviously very proud, especially, you know, any any older person in their 60s and 70s who has any sort of knowledge of somebody who's on a CBS crime procedural. Mm-hmm. Forget it. I mean, I might as well be you know tom cruise oh to, yeah you know, like, like you are you are the target de- they are the target demo right exactly for you. the problem yeah. is they think that everybody watches like the show so they'll go into this they'll go into this game shop which is run by primarily like you know 30 somethings and they come in and they're like hi the first time they went in this store i know this for a fact because i ended up talking to the guy later they walked in like hi hi um we're rob kirkovich's parents you know from ncis new orleans <laughs> Like they drop it at any point. I think my mom says it when she like gets picks up dry cleaning. That's Thank you, incredible Rob Kirkovich, NCIS New Orleans mother. <laughs> um, so immediately, I don't know why they dropped that because I found out like I went in there to buy a ship one day and they're like, "Hey man, are you the guy on the show?" I was like, "Yeah," and I thought like, "All right, I got a fan." Oh, I'm getting recognized, yeah. You know, no photos right now. I'm with my kid or whatever. He's like, "No, your parents were here." I'm like, "How do you even know?" That they, oh, they said it immediately. They talked about it. Um, so that guy is like very welcoming. Yeah. Uh, I have no excuse. Sure. Um, other than the fear of failure and not being accepted. Right. That's great. Well, yeah, I guess that's because I was going to be like, is there really like, would that be like a boon for the community to have like CBS's Rob Kirkovich like join the thing? Or would it be like, are they so like, insular that they're like man we don't want fucking like celebrities coming around here like you're you're, you're bringing that, too much heat it's i mean it's a good point 
I feel like maybe they would think that at first and then see how easy it is to obliterate me and then be like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, this little guy Keep wants coming to come. around. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so I get to play it maybe like, maybe once every two months with like an okay. actual like buddy and have a good time. But half the time yeah. we play, we play, there's like three of us playing at once because, which is not how the game's supposed to be played. So then everyone's just kind of flying their ships around in a circle. Uh, but there's you know it's like i got caught up like i've been on facebook pages and reddit and like there was all this drama you know between like a dude you know people in the organized play community and you know you gotta it's tricky because you gotta find the right podcast because there's a bunch of them but some of them just assume that everybody's listening uh is an expert x-wing player Whoa. So they're like, oh, yeah, man, you got to put TLT on your robots. You know what I mean? And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like <laughs> the fact that I am like a super nerd who has gone to great lengths to search out a podcast about a very specific game. Yeah. And you've got me confused. It's not a good sign. It's not great. So, yeah, I mean, sift through those. That's the incredible thing these days is that now, I guess, yeah, largely thanks to the Internet is that like everyone's subculture can have that level of intensity to it. Oh yeah. Where like there are people that are fully down this rabbit hole in a way that even you, where you like, you're, you know, you're in the rabbit hole a little bit. Right. Certainly like I'd never heard of this before this, but like even to you, these people are like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. I mean, I would listen to a, like way more of them if they if I actually could understand the words coming out of their mouths. Uh, but there's a, there's a bunch of you can find that are like good and they sort of talk about the news and the whatever that's going on. Yeah. Because uh, what you need to do is like write a book that makes it accessible to the general public. Because that sounds like a that's you know, a great. Well, that's the that's why I came on this podcast. Right to begin to the spread the good of, word of educating the people. It's yeah. more just to have more people to play with. Uh, it's yeah. all you know it's a selfish if, purpose if a like if even one percent of our listener base start doing this then mm-hmm. you'll have like maybe one more person hit me up man <laughs> it's funny too they they so they have the second edition that just came out where they which tweaked. is like new ships and stuff. so yeah so that was everyone freaked out because they're like second edition and all these nerds are looking at each other like i spent a thousand fucking dollars on these ships <laughs> what and they're like losing their minds um <laughs> But what they did was because, you know, I, I think the game got more popular than they expected it to get. And right. they kept adding new ships to obviously to increase their revenue sure. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It just makes sense. And but they kind of ran up a, against a couple problems, one of which was the something would obviously be like broken. Like when they're playing, it's like, oh, I do this and this and someone would just get exploded or something like, you know, they, they basically like. Some upgrade would then be someone would figure out a way to make it like an unbeatable combination. So then oh, they've got okay. to release like another thing that can counteract that. And then they got to release another thing. So so it all sort of snowballed. Ultimately, it, what's funny is it's like, I don't even know why I fucking care about that. Because I'm not going to tournaments. And I'm not going, like, <laughs> this. Is, I'm listening to people who are like, I mean, the the tournament scene's broken. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, man, it's not cool. <laughs> but but it's like, I'm playing on a dining room table with my, my friends. Like, it's, yeah. you know, and so I don't know why yeah. I even give a shit about that no, much. I, there is something to that though because it's like I listen to 
I don't watch that much NFL at this point, mm-hmm. but I'll listen to podcasts about the NFL. And there's something that's just very soothing, I guess, about yeah. like just people talking about a thing where I kind of know what they're talking about, but that's not really. Point. Yeah. Because now it's now that football season has started, I've split my focus between a fantasy football podcast and, mm. and this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and the great crime of it all is that I'm sure I would be much more, my creative output would be exponentially uh, better if I was actually just like listening to music in the car every day instead of like the <laughs> second I get in the car, like, beep, 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 and like I got to <laughs> listen to someone talking about something nerdy. Yeah. Um, oh, I wonder if you could combine fantasy football with this, where there'd be like, figurines mm-hmm. of of like little clay matthews like oh. uh, where it's like you roll the dice and it's like oh he sacked the qb yeah penalty <laughs> uh yeah that uh that's not a bad idea Wyatt. i think you're on this is e- this is either an obsession that breaks both of us or this episode can never air you understand because <laughs> we, we have to patent this stuff um so, yeah, they, they released the second edition and they basically told everybody, like, look, all we're doing is like releasing new cards okay. and some other newer like and, and they went back. And the other problem was that, you know, they keep releasing these ships to counteract these other ships. And then they basically got to the point where they were at the bottom of the well in terms of recognizable Star Wars ships. OK, so they're like, huh, maybe that one ship from this book that came out in 1996, <laughs> let's put that <laughs> on the table and, you know. Casual fans are walking around being like, what the hell is a Star Viper or whatever these things are? <laughs> because, you know, you've got the iconic Star Wars ships, but basically those run you through the original trilogy. And then suddenly right, you're there's not that many. At, yeah. Yeah. Then you're looking at something that looks like a, like a hot dog with engines. Like, <laughs> I get what the fuck is this thing? Um, so anyway, they 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 released this thing where they said second edition. We fixed all the stuff. We're just releasing boxes of new cards. You keep the models. Okay. Um, so, you know, you pay like 40 bucks, you know, this is like factions. So you basically like, I'm going to fly the empire. Or I'm going to fly as the rebels sure. or I'm going to fly as the bounty hunter. And they would release like a box that was like 30 or 40 bucks of just like all new cards and new dials and new everything that you would okay. need to play that ship now. And, okay. and they made it. So it's like, Oh, okay. You can actually be Luke Skywalker. You can be recognizable ships that actually do are like effective as opposed to not being effective. Even though, again, uh-huh. I don't know what I mean when I say that because I haven't actually <laughs> faced any sort of ineffectiveness, <laughs> ineffectiveness rather, because I'm just playing with my friends while we smoke weed. So, But did you buy the second edition card set? Of course I did. I bought all three. <laughs> I bought all three boxes. Despite the fact that I don't even have like any bounty hunter ships. I'm like, I'm going to one day. I better get these. Got that. Got the Empire. Got the Rebels. I bought the, they, they also came out with, Lando's Millennium Falcon from the Solo movie had to get that. Ooh, looked too okay. cool. Had a sure. the escape pod comes out of the front of it, like literally will <laughs> detach, and then you can put that on its own little peg and send that around. Um, <laughs> had to buy it, of course. Um, and yeah, this is just where I'm at now. There's my entire office right now. You can't walk on the floor because it's just covered in tiny individual piles of cards that have been sorted and. <laughs> Um, and like the punch, the little punch cards are all laid out. Like, Angela, my wife, like literally an hour ago was like, so the office, uh, I was like, I'll by Tuesday. It's going to be done by Tuesday. I, Cause I got to put the cards, you know, Matt, you, under, you understand? I got to put them in. I got to put every card in a little sleeve to protect it. Ooh, sure. And then I got to yeah. put that sleeve sleeved card into a binder 
sure. of cards, you know, card pages. Because again, sure. it's very important to protect all this stuff, which I never fucking use. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that it's well organized in case, you know. Maybe that's you need it. To I use it's, it. And or... it's so it's so funny, and I'm sure it drives my wife uh crazy because I'm way more organized with these tiny spaceships than I am like our bank account or anything <laughs> anything that matters in my yeah. life. Like right, right. you know, uh I am a mess. But I'm like, well, this I mean these cards have to be alphabetical, otherwise I'm not gonna know where anything is. So there's like maybe a scenario where uh everything breaks down to the point that like this becomes actual currency and then you'll be set. Like if somehow like the banking system collapses uh -huh. I like and this, this is all yeah. we have. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty likely to happen too. Which mm -hmm. is great. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like I would believe it at this point. Uh um, like, there will be there will be a purpose to it. Do you so I guess the question is like, will this ever become like fully abandoned or do you think it'll kind of just like exist in this nebulous state for quite a while longer i don't know it's tough to say i think i think it's best shot of like living is my child because mm -hmm. because i'm so desperate to play any of this with anybody i've enrolled my four-year-old son so <laughs> so i'm like hey bud check it out i got these star wars ships and and uh <laughs> just to be careful but let's uh, let's move him. And so I've got him like looking at dials and just randomly yeah. like, picking things because yeah. at least it's like a taste for me. Like, well, at least this way I'll get to understand how the ships move and I'll get the See, spatial thought, reasoning behind it all. I thought you were saying the opposite. I thought you were going to be like, you know, because of my child, I'll probably put this down because I'll be like playing with my child. But what you're saying no, no, is no, like, no, no. no, I will be enrolling the child. child. <laughs> yes. He's learning now. So right. that like I can be the creepy dad who like he's got friends over and I like pop downstairs and like <laughs> hey wanna play some X Wing or what? Oh, I mean I'm already looking forward to like trying to convince you know being a dungeon master for him and his like twelve year old buddies or whatever, mm -hmm. um, which would be a blast. So that 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 is like I think it's surest path to okay. I don't think that I'm suddenly because it's not like I have a ton of free time. Uh, sure. I don't think I'm suddenly going to become, although I've thought about it, uh, like a darling of the tournament circuit. This <laughs> thing. I mean, that could be a summer, you know? Cinderella like, story. I thought about doing like a fun, uh, like a documentary. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It. Yeah. Um, my buddy uh, had an idea years ago because I had a similar obsession. This is the problem is I bounce around. Uh, this is the one I'm in now and it's been lasting for a while. But, but when Street Fighter 4 came out, I was convinced that I was going to become like a expert fighting game player. Okay. And had re fell into a similar rabbit hole where I found out people were buying like, well, you know, you could you could play with the Xbox controller, but really you need like a heavy duty eight button joystick. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it, a hey, yeah, you're right, I do. And so I went and like bought one. And then found out that people are like modding them. So I totally oh, modded. Yeah. I mod. I bought like new buttons for it. I pulled it open i made artwork of my cat floating on like a in front of like a nebula in space <laughs> like laminated it and put that it was like the most crafty i've ever been in my life and then played it played the game for maybe two months and that was that sure yeah yeah you know and got destroyed and i was like okay now on to the next thing <laughs> so this well, is one really, in a long line 
I hope that like you and your son can like oh it can become it could become like a uh, Daniel Plainview type thing where like you take your son on the road and you're playing and turn a this is my boy and we play oh yeah just kind of Star like, Wars collectible game some people mm-hmm get yeah. him yeah he'll he'll be better than I am soon enough I mean like I'm already oh, yeah, trying that's to like perfect. like this is a great time to try this one strategy I've been working on and mm-hmm. he just like move he rolls like this incredibly great like set of dice and destroys me and then the next turn i fly off the side of the board which is an automatic (laughs) death (laughs) like shit this kid's a genius like ender's game (laughs) yeah there you go like you're right he becomes a savant where it's like i wonder if you'd let the boy play yeah and then he like just obliterates everyone yeah yeah totally all right one can dream yeah i think that's a that seems like a solid plan uh well we will i'll post some like photos of these things and stuff because i'm 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 gonna i'm excited to like visualize things i will take a picture of yeah my office in its current state oh yeah perfect yeah i'll send that to you and i also of course had to take like a picture of just like all the boxes when i bought them my Mm -hmm. son's like trying to open them like no 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 no. daddy's gotta get a picture (laughs) (laughs) gotta do the unboxing (laughs) he's gotta get a picture of them all unboxed uh But yeah, you can find some like there's some cool and, you know, people there's the the subcultures within the subcultures are insane. There's some people that just like live to just paint these things, even though they're painted really well and they look like a TIE fighter and they look like down to like the Star Wars style of like weathering the ship and, you know, all that shit. Yeah, they'll these people will come out and paint it and they look like amazing. And that was another thing that I thought about, because in the other Star Wars miniature game that I got into, which is the little figures, little people. They're all just base color. They're either like base gray or base yeah. beige. And I'm like, wait a hey, minute. You got to paint that. And I found yeah. out about this whole painting community. You got to get my, those painted, yeah. My wife's like, you're not going to do this. <laughs> She's like, you're going to do it. You're going to, like, at, at at best, you'll try it. You will yeah. you will not be good at it right away, which will make you angry. <laughs> then you'll realize how you sh- could have been spending that time, like, writing or, like, sure, making right, a right. short or any of the things that actually you are like passionate you about like want to do yeah seven yeah and then you will get more angry at yourself and i don't want to actually speak to you i don't want to speak to future you already right i don't want to deal with that yeah yeah, yeah. well so, yeah i feel like this intersects nicely with because i did an episode with cantwell about model training oh that's right and it was a similar level of uh you know like the painting and the weathering and like mm-hmm. so yeah maybe you could you know you can create a whole sort of multiverse out of these things I mean, I guess you could argue that's like part of it is every hour of every day doesn't have to be committed to being productive. I mean, no, absolutely. You want to think that way because half most of the time you're not being productive at all. So you have this thing looming over you of like, oh, I have to be productive constantly. Um, right. But that right. And that ends up being, yeah, like you have to have you have to have something that's just like a, a pleasurable outlet. Just like a yeah. Zen. Yeah. And so, if, yeah, you know. If I could be, if I could paint or had any sort of artistic uh, leaning, then I could see that being an outlet. But I guess for me, it's just putting the cards in sleeves. <laughs> and maybe I just need to accept that. Maybe I just need to know. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a reward in that. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. like, uh, right. It's like the Buddhist, like stacking pebbles or whatever. Yeah. There's something that's like as, as ephemeral as that. Yeah. Yeah. And then facing the test of what happens when you realize that three pages before in the binder something got swapped or switched and suddenly you've got to pull everything out again oh god yeah remember that from baseball cards where you you fuck up the order or something and then yeah or what happens when you get new cards 
I was like, I gotta make uh, where are those gonna go? Yeah, I got Y wings. Yeah. They can't go. Uh, <laughs> they can't go before the X wings. That doesn't make any sense. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I'll keep you posted. I mean, I do actually yeah. want to go to. Uh, I want to go. They have these like store events or whatever, where if you you know you go and you get you you win one game, you get like special cards that you can't get anywhere else. Oh yeah. Where like the artwork is different. There's no like. Not the abilities or anything like that, but it's like, oh, full artwork on the card. Mm, you know, Ooh, oh, new yeah. tokens. Maybe like signed by someone who's big in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. and I've also been flirting with there's a site where you can get because, you know, the, the game, this Fantasy Flight Games, this company is notorious. Like Every game they make comes with a thousand tokens of like different shapes and sizes and Ooh. functions. They do this one game called um, what's it called? It's like they do like an HP Lovecraft game. Uh, oh, that sounds cool. They're legit. They've got like a ton of really, they've got a ton of Star Wars yeah. games, but they also have like a Lord of the Rings card game. They've got this game called Twilight Imperium, which is some intense space opera that I think takes 12 hours to play. Uh, <laughs> but they just like dump tokens on you. And so, but there's people online that make plastic, like acrylic tokens and move templates so that those tokens don't bend. You know, you don't want those tokens getting scuffed. And I'm like, I probably should get those. Even, um, though, get I don't, yeah, even though I don't like all the move templates, like the little strips that you kind of use to like guide the ships as they move along. I'm like, I definitely need to get acrylic versions of those because the wear and tear on these is just going to be too much at some point. It's like, when, when will the wear and tear ever happen? Yeah. I want you to go to one of these tournaments and just not play, but just collect all of the ephemera around yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. Uh, so uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear uh the update in like you know six months when you've either like gone on the road and are and are tournamenting at this or uh, or I've accidentally like f- tripped and fallen and crushed <laughs> like forty <laughs> ships at once and then you might not hear anything other than like a single gunshot. You the just end hear this of the whole hobby. <laughs> yes, and my life. <laughs> that was it that's all it took was yeah. was plastic figurine i didn't know he would, kirk was so close to the edge until he <laughs> stepped on a bunch of toys we should have seen it coming when he was <laughs> yeah. putting tokens into sleeves for hours <laughs> <Yes>. and hours <laughs> yeah uh holy shit well is there anything that you would like people to check out associated with you or otherwise oh well you know there's yeah i'm on the show let's see we're, we we start airing tomorrow and then october 2nd and then I think so. I think October 9th, it's a Tuesday, mm-hmm. okay. will, will be the third episode of the season, and I co-wrote it. Oh, uh, rad! So that's gonna be you know a special one for me. Awesome. Uh, okay, cool. So people, I'll we'll try so and get this up before that. Yeah, they can check that out. Otherwise, I, nice. I made a short last year that's on uh, I think on my Vimeo page or something like that. Called this Blood is Blood. the like the the kind of karate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. was incredible. Oh, I thank really you. Enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna make another one of those in the um, nice over the winter probably but rad dude well thank you so much for talking i enjoyed enjoyed this uh trip down the rabbit hole thanks for giving me an outlet to speak <laughs> to another human being about it <laughs> and i hope that we've i hope that we've broadened the appreciation for this community oh yeah hope that it attracts like at least one more player for you that'd be great <laughs> just really would Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you think?